Hi everyone, and welcome to Traditional Medicine with Shaman Flora. I'm your host, Jimena Garcia. This show is all about understanding yourself through plant medicine, as well as providing education and knowledge around this topic. I hope you guys love listening to this episode as much I enjoy recording it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Traditional Medicine with Shema Flora. Today, introductions are going to be short, and we're going to go straight into the point. Today, we have a lovely guest. She is not a stranger to any of you that listen to the podcast. She's been here before, and here is Adrienne. Let's welcome her back. It's so exciting to have her back. I always wanted to bring her back, and for this master plan series, is she is perfect to be back. And why is that? Why is that, Adrian? that is so good to have you back for a master plan series? Can you please share with the listeners, why did I ask you to come onto the show today? Um, for a master plant diet. So when I was in, um, I was in Peru, I went to the healing center in September and I dieted with a master plant there. I learned a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so she's here to share with us about one of the master plans that I mentioned to you that is Uchu. Um, that's exactly because she dieted. So she has the experience. And like I told you guys, I always want to bring you information that is pure and within integrity. So before we begin, Adrian, how are you? Um, I'm doing great. Um, like I mentioned, I'm still feel like I'm recovering from jet lag. I just flew in from Europe on Wednesday and then I didn't really rest. Mm. I've just been working, working, working. So today's my first day off. So still trying to integrate that experience as well. <laughs> oh my God. You are a woman on a mission for sure. You're always traveling, moving and doing all the things, which is very inspiring and really nice. So thank you for that. So Tell me, um, Adrian, how was your experience dieting with Uchu? Um, yeah, I'm going to start from the beginning. So I went to the healing center in December of last year. And then as soon as I came home in January, I started feeling the call to go back to the jungle. Um, I didn't know what, it, why exactly I felt. And I think as time went on, I felt like it was going to be for the master plant diet. I just didn't know which one. Um, there is a plant outside of the chamber that I stay in and, um, I, I talk to it. I talk to plants anyways, but this specific plant I talk to a lot. And, um, as it turns out, when I went back to the healing center, I didn't actually know what plant I was going to be dieting with. So during the initiation ceremony, um, a plant didn't exactly come through to me very clearly. Um, but what did come through was this very like masculine presence and it felt like mapacho. So when I told the shaman, like I just felt mapacho, like I felt mapacho's presence very strongly. Um, she told me that it was Uchu. So that Uchu ended up being the plant spirit that I decided um, to commune with. And during my experience, you know, I learned so much about what it meant to develop a relationship with with myself and my body and the plant spirit of the plants. And um, it was actually really an amazing experience. I think in the beginning, um, you know, we're fasting a lot. And for obvious reasons, fasting tends to energetically clear us of all levels of our being. And I was actually 
really afraid. I thought my ego was going to throw a tantrum the whole time. And I, she actually, my ego behaved so well. And it was really beautiful to see how much work I've actually put in because it was like my ego, my Mm. inner child, it just trusted me. Like it just went right in and surrendered to it all. So I was like all in it and there was really no resistance to the process at all for me, which was really amazing. Um, and what on, I think on day one, the shaman, she brings us, um, like a tea that she scrapes from the roots of Uchu and, um, morning and nighttime, I would drink the root tea of Uchu and, um, pretty much cleaned me up. I'll be completely transparent. Like the first two days I had um, vomiting and diarrhea. The drink is like, it's like pure fire. It's like you're drinking fire. So I was drinking a glass of fire morning and night. And, um, that's how he came to me. And the first night, um, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So the first night, you didn't tell me that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like drinking fire. (laughs) And then you're like shitting fire. Wow. Um, but yeah, because he cleaned. Oh my god! So wait, that was that was the first that was the first day. Yeah, the first two days, I I was releasing fire. (laughs) Aren't aren't you glad that you're a Campbell practitioner? I I am. I I you know what I do with grace, and um, I was I think I had I was like wasn't sure about like what you know I didn't know what to expect really. I just went in and just completely like surrendered to the process of it all so yeah I think um the first night I think one of my biggest things that I was my intention going into to all of it was I I was very confused so I wanted to receive the clarity of where I'm supposed to be in life you know I'm a nurse and um being having my heart in the medicine world sometimes there's a lot of confusion trying to integrate the two worlds and and how I'm actually supposed yeah. to be when sometimes things don't quite fit aligned and it's like I'm living in two different worlds, but then I'm integrating both, but sometimes it's not as, as graceful as I feel it should be. And obviously that's because of a lot of um, mm-hmm. programming that I've received, right? Like there's, there's, this is the Western way right. of healing, which is what the majority of the world um, believe in and then there's you know the ancient ways of healing that have been passed on forever which I have seen um, and come to believe in but you know those resistances and those beliefs of how my programming were still held in my body and so learning to work through that um, I think Uchi really helped me purify a lot of that Uchi is known as the doctor of healers and mm. um, you know the doctor is going to come in with whatever ways of healing that are necessary. And so for me, um, you two really showed me how to develop a deeper connection to my body, right? So he first, he purified my body and he actually showed me a vision of how his spirit like circulates in the central nervous system of humans. So I saw his spirit like around the brain and spinal people. And if you think about like what my intention was, like our brain and 
spinal cord is like the master processor of our body. And then like all of our nerves, it's connected to all of our nerves within our body. So that programming is held in our central nervous system. And then it's like integrated into our physical body. So that is how he was helping me work through, you know, all of these, I guess, illusionary programs or programs that aren't really in in alignment with my truth and who I'm actually meant to be in my authentic and most empowered self. So we started like working through a lot of those programs and he, you know, I've heard lots of stories that Uchi is very, very rough, but aside for Mm. him, he presented himself in a very divine masculine energy, like very, very like strong and masculine, but very, very loving at the same time like very divine masculine and Mm. it was for me it was like this intoxicating energy of divine love and I think that part of me needed to feel that because a lot of us suffer from the sickness of separation right so to feel what divine masculine energy truly feels like you know without looking for it from an external source and just knowing being able to close my eyes and knowing what that true love feels like that totally shifted my reality especially when I came back because I was like I know what divine masculine energy feels like now and I don't think that there's any humans Mm -hmm. that can match that either so I've let go of that like external like searching for that energy because now I just know yeah and what that has also grown into is the relationship that I've developed with my body so what he showed me was just this great awareness of how many times we actually poison your body. So he told me to, you know, make a list Mm -hmm. of how many times I poison my body. And if we think about it, you know, wake up, if we drink coffee, the coffee creamer, you take a shower, what kind of water are we showering with? Our shampoos, our conditioners, our body wash, our toothpaste, our mouthwash, our makeup. I know. And then if I go to work, how many times am I washing my hands and then putting lotion on my hands? And I think on a simple day, I counted that I poisoned myself almost like 55 times a day. And if you think about how many, yeah, like that awareness of how many times I'm poisoning my body. And it's like, instead of giving my body, our bodies, the opportunities to heal themselves, our bodies are working so hard to get rid of all the contaminations that we're putting in and on our bodies, which is another contributory factor as to why we all get sick, right? They brought me that awareness and there is so much more um, other levels of awareness. And it was, you know, that, that love, like love is a biochemical reaction that happens within our bodies. Like our bodies literally gives us everything we can possibly need and those feelings of you know love euphoria pleasure that is all generated by our bodies but through our conditioning we are taught to believe that an external source is the source of those feelings but really it comes from our body we're just conditioned to be triggered by like an external stimuli so at that point I was like okay, so if I stop looking at it as something that needs to happen and just start insourcing that, what would that be like? 
so I really started connecting to my body. And once I started connecting to my body, I was actually finally able to feel my own energy and feel what it felt like to be in my energy. And so through that integration, after I came out of the jungle, I've been able, I've gotten to the point now where I can actually induce that biochemical reaction of being in love by connecting to my own energy. So it's Mm. like that self-love component has now just fully, it's like full force and it's really, really beautiful thing. And one of the other things that gave me was, you know, the trust. And and when you're developing that relationship with your body, I was also learning to trust my body. And we don't trust our body. It's because we're in our mind and our mind is coming first before our body. So when I like there is two components to trust and it trust wasn't only the feeling, but trust needed to be backed up with confidence. And that was where I was lacking. And that's where the confusion was coming up because yes, I could say I trust myself, but I didn't have the confidence to back up that trust. So mm. he really taught me how to um, like summon the confidence. And um, he, the spirit actually is in my solar plexus, which, actually makes a lot of sense because he's a fire medicine in our solar plexus is our internal sun or whatever. So it like, you know, it all kind of aligns quite perfectly. But once I came back from the jungle, I just had so much like confidence and stamina and ambition. And, um, you know, I'd wake up at three in the morning and I'd work out for a couple of hours and then I would just start working. I have all these projects that I'm doing on the side, finishing up writing my book and just doing so many things and, you know, not needing a whole lot of sleep. So sleeping four hours a day and then the rest of the hours are just dedicated to being very, very productive. And I had an incredible amount of motivation to just get everything done. Um, And I definitely had the confidence and the trust that I was going to get it done, like in a timely matter as well. There's definitely just so many lessons that um, I came out of the jungle with. And of course, with all of that comes, you know, the opening of my heart to, to truly learn to move forward and integrate all of this. My heart most definitely has to be open. Wow. There, there, there's so many nuggets that you just throw at us. Like you were saying about poisoning ourselves and the the count that you did like 50 times and you know how when we do a master plan you're not allowed to shampoo conditioner toothbrush right like there is it's such a cleanse experience right that where you are completely in your own essence in your own order right like you shower with water you you do these things i mean i wonder and I'm wondering and curious to ask um, Angela, our maestra, um, if when doing a master plan, am I allowed to use like nature to also cleanse myself outside of water? Like there, 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 there are plants in the jungle that they transform into soap and things like that. And I wonder if that's allowed. I mean, the the answer that I get in my mind is no, because you're communing with that plant. But that was such a such an incredible point that you made about how we do that and how and then also you said how we have been conditioned, 
right? To believe these things, right? Like makeup and, and shampoos and, and this and, and pills. And there are so many things that when you were saying that I, I wanted to challenge that, or I kind of did internally, I challenged that. I said, well, but what happens when we, when we age, like our body doesn't develop that much collagen anymore. You know what I mean? There are certain things that our body starts decaying. And then I've heard something that said, yes, it's true, but you still have been conditioned to use external sources to apply that to your life. There are other avenues that you can get to consume those aspects to heal you. Like I said, there is plants in the jungle, things like that. So then I thought, okay, fair enough. And then the next thing is think about indigenous right? They didn't have access to Walgreens or Walmart or, you know, or Costco or any of these things. And these people, um, the healthiest and the strongest out there, um, granted, they may not live the longest, but that's not true because those that were like the wise men's, like the, the eldest, I mean, we have people that have lived to a hundred years, um, in those conditions, and is because, you know, they use nature as their resources rather than, you know, the commercial um, aspects of things. I mean, our food, there is this guy that I listen to. I can't remember his name right now. And he was saying something that it hit me. And he said, of all the vegetables and all the fruits and everything that you eat, the one thing that you must wash diligently diligently is your fruits. And he said, because fruits, when they harvest them, like when they're growing, they have pesticides and all of that. And he said, because either you clean them before they go into your body and you filtrate all that toxic out, or your body is the one that does the filtration. And it like blew my mind. I was like, oh man, I must wash my vegetables and my fruits before I eat them <laughs> more diligently. <laughs> so yeah, no, I appreciate all of the sharings and, and everything. Um, how has it been? How how has it been now that it's been, what, a couple of months? How many months has it been? Um, yeah, I think I came back at the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, still, you know, it's just it just shifted me in so many other ways and, um, working through that it, you know, I was really integrating and then, um, there, there was a whole nother layer, right? So I, I was learning right. to, to insource this self-love and whatnot. And then I ended up going to France and, um, oh my gosh, like, I didn't know why I was going to France. Um, I was just, I just heard the calling and the universe kind of like made it happen for me. And the other layer for that was I needed to be isolated again. Wow. And so mm. this second isolation, again, it was just a series of triggers for me being in the country and being with myself. And it's like, I let go, I think of so many more layers of those resistances and the doubt and whatnot. And, you know, I, I, I've like, you know, channeled messages or whatnot, but I never know where they're coming from. I just, I just call them like epiphanies and I'll be like, Oh, I had epiphany here. Oh, Oh, I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to like journal it or whatever. 
so this second trip to France was me connecting to the energies and the spirits that have been actually guiding me and gifting mm-hmm. me with those messages. And it's because my vessel has been so clean since the the master mm-hmm. plant diet that it was just like another deeper layer that needed to happen for me to solidify that that confidence and that trust within my body again and in my connection to the source so again my body picks up on the spirit realm before my mind does and it was this whole other experience of allowing my body to do its thing and Mm. it was incredibly beautiful to see how my body would pick up on energies before and it's like the messages now come from my body, like the nervous mm. system through all of our senses around us. Like if we just give our body a chance to communicate with us yep. without going to our mind first, it's just so incredible. Like I, I can't even tell you like the things that my body tells me now, like, you know, this yesterday morning I was like, Oh, I should take my cup to work. Like I feel like I should do it, but then I didn't do it. But my body kept like going towards the cup, like, like for cupping and I was like why are you doing this like and I'm like no I'm not gonna take it to work I'm not gonna have time (laughs) to do this myself at work and then turns out one of the girls at work she's having a lot of back problems in her shoulder and I was like Like, my body knew that she needed cupping there and so my body kept telling me to grab it like almost without me thinking about it but um (laughs) yeah so like that happened and you know, just, oh, I'm going to text my friend right now. I should text her. And then she calls me, which, which I think happens right. a little bit to all of us, but it's right. so much more profound. Like it's not just fleeting thoughts anymore. It's like everything is just, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust my body. I'm going to trust my body. My and God. it's like, okay, you know, like not really questioning why my body wants to do things anymore. So now it's like my mind is starting to follow my body. And it's like, it's a game changer for me, for sure. Totally. You know, that reminds me, there is an episode that I have where I explain um, the lessons that Aya gave me. And one of the lessons that she gave me, it was to understand the different archetypes within myself. And she told me, she said, she said, you have your body, your mind, your heart, your ego, and your inner child. And when you learn how to identify each one of them and understand the way they communicate, their voice, their tone, and you understand that they all have a mind on their own, right? They, 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 they all want different things, right? Your, your body wants, com- some, some, sometimes they all get in alignment. And when we get in alignment is when, ach- when we achieve what I call uh, ultimate trust in yourself because they're all in agreement, you know, like I call them the committee. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the body is, is one of those aspects that is, is the, is the most sincerial, right? Like our body is sincere. Like our, as, as you're talking, there is moments that my body reacts in a way that I get chills all over my body because that is my body letting me know word, you know, that is word. Like that information is legit. It's not fake like it's really easy to tell when you develop that connection with the body so and you're bringing it to you're bringing it to a whole other level when you say you are grabbing the cupping right and 
and it wasn't for you, it was for someone else. And then I think to myself, I said, I mean, of course it makes sense because our body can sense, right, the air that we are all feeling, right? It's that simple. So it doesn't matter, like, you know, how, I mean, you're a nurse, you know this, but you know how there is this whole thing that if you watch someone getting a stab or if you want someone in a surgery or something like that, you can feel the pain in your own body because we have that ability to connect at a physical level. So that that's yeah. really profound. That's so, so profound. Um, yeah. One of the things I've, you know, I've been telling nurses at work, it's like when you start feeling anxious, it's because your body's picking up on something in the room. You're feeling overwhelmed because the energy in your room has shifted and your body's responding to it. So, you know, tune into that and see what's actually going on before it's too late. And it's like, it's, it's, there's so many things that our body will tell us before, you know, before our mind even knows. And, you know, one of the biggest examples of that is like, if you sit your hands on fire, your body's going to move away from it before you're like, oh my gosh, I just burned myself. Right. So it's like our body always knows first before our mind yeah. does. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that why, um, you know, I do a lot of SOAS work. Um, and I also do, I started to do a lot of like jaw work. And my therapist told me, Jimena, when you experience trauma, the first places of the body that receive the impact is your psoas and your jaw because your jaw tightens and your psoas embrace for impact. So that's where a lot of the trauma lives because your body reacts to it. I mean, there is books on this. So, is you know, there is so much um, information around this. So for those that are listening, if you are interested in learning more about the connection of body uh, mind and spirit is is one of those things that is an incredible practice to have. Um, before we go, the last question that I wanted to ask you is, would you care to tell our listeners, our listeners, how important is the post dieta in a master plant, and what is that about? Well, it's so so. This is the part that was really beautiful for me. So basically. It's like you are gestating a spirit within your body. You're sharing your vessel with this spirit to grow inside of you. And you're, anything that you put into your body could potentially harm the spirit. And that, that includes like anything potentially energetically, right? So the reason why you have to be celibate and not engage in sexual activity is because I have this spirit that is integrating with my spirit and they're communing, they're becoming one. So if I were to go and have sex with somebody else, then I'm bringing in somebody else's energy. And it's not going to be a pure integration between me and my spirit. So it it could, you know, essentially distort that connection. Um, but also food wise, you have to be careful what you eat because Sometimes the spirit doesn't like certain food and it, it'll tell you. Like, um, I think the first thing um, coming out of the jungle, like I wanted to, I hadn't, I felt like I needed protein. So I decided I wanted to eat a piece of fish. And sure enough, the spirit didn't like the energy of the fish that I ate. So I immediately got dizzy and like disoriented. And he told me right away that he didn't like it. Wow. And I started, I started crying because I thought, 
I lost my spirit. I thought for sure I killed him and he was out of my body. And so I started like crying, like I actually lost someone because I did fall in love with it or rise in love with this spirit. Like I became so in love with the energy of this spirit that I I actually developed an attachment to him. So the idea Mm. of like, oh my God, I just messed that up was like devastating to me. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, I called you about it. I called you crying and um, we talked to Ankala and Ankala was like, yeah, I didn't like the fish. Just, you know, smoke a mapacho, pray to the spirit of the medicine, say you're sorry, you know, and, and like you're, you have a relationship with it. And you know, it wasn't my intention to hurt it in any way. And so I needed to make sure that I communicated to the right. spirit, to Uchu wholeheartedly and had that open relationship, that open living relationship with him. And then in addition, like the moment I left, like I talked to him every day, communicated with him, went into meditation with him. And then um, another time um, I had unknowingly knew that something was going to be spicy and sure again I got like disoriented and sick so like you can actually harm yourself and the whole process by putting something in your body whether it be physical or energetically that the spirit doesn't like at all um one of the other things that I did again these are like things that I didn't know but um they made me like really like off I would say, but mm-hmm. I sat on a grounding pad and the grounding pad has like different frequencies that you can sit on. Oh, and, um, interesting. But when I, yeah, when I sat on the grounding pad with like the um, infrared, red light. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know exactly which pads you're talking about. Yeah, I got on one of those and I felt disoriented again. So he did not like wow. that energy going into my body at all. So it's like if you prolong it and don't respect it, like we can definitely cause damage to our bodies by not following those strict diets. And again, they're there they're there for a specific reason because as the spirit's growing, you know, like if you think of it like a baby, babies can't tolerate certain foods. They'll they'll get right. sick, they can't digest it, they can't thrive in certain environments. And neither do plants. Plants don't thrive in certain environments. So if we're putting any toxins or poisons in our body, then the integration of the spirit into our own body isn't going to survive. So, um, you know, so you have this seed that's planted, which is the spirit when you're communing with it in the jungle. And then you have this period of 30 days of gestation where it's growing and adapting and integrating into, into your body and learning to work with you. Um, and then once he was fully integrated, um, I maintained my relationship and what what it's changed for me is that now every night before I go to bed, I sit up and meditate and I connect to his energy because I absolutely love being in this active energy of my spirit um, of Uchu. And when he comes on, like the first thing I get is like, I get this surge of like chills all over my body and, and then it's just mm. like this really intoxicating feeling for me. Um and yeah, he, he's an ally to me as our other allies. And what ends up happening is that these spirit allies can come into ceremony with us when we're, we're performing ceremonies and can help us with whatever it is we, we need. So it's, it's really beautiful the way it happened. Um, I was doing a ceremony and he came in and my friend was like really 
trying to like work with energy that was stuck in her solar plexus and his spirit like went just right in and started doing work on her and it was really miraculous to see because when I felt his energy start like transferring to her she grabbed on right to her solar plexus and started like wow doing her own movement like she felt something there so it was like amazing to see that and um also like one of the other things that like happened during that ceremony was you know the more time I spend in the jungle the spirit of the jungle is with me as well and I had like this vision of like the jungle coming over you know when the wind blows and all the leaves kind of like move and they're like glistening yep that's the vision I saw during ceremony and um I didn't really like think anything of it and then at the end of ceremony she was like did you open the window is it windy outside and I was like no why she's like oh I felt like like the wind a big wind gust come over me and I was like no way it's like no way I was like I had a vision that the jungle came as wind glistening over the leaves and that was exactly what she felt so it was like really beautiful to experience all that and um see how all of these spirit allies are like starting to work with me right because now it's like they're coming to me in such a sense that I'm not doubting it anymore because that clarity, that trust, and that confidence has developed significantly since my master plant diet. That That is incredible, especially something that you mentioned, how the medicine is now an ally to you and is coming in in your practice. So it's not just that it lives in you, it's that also helps you when you are performing your duties as a facilitator or as a nurse is is always there with you which is amazing so before we close um what would you like to share with those that will that feel called to work with uchu what would you advise them what will be your words of wisdom Um, i would say you know, you know, one of the things Utsu all first showed me was that we all have soul contracts and some of us have soul contracts with plant spirits and other spirits as well. So this was my soul contract with Utsu was learning all of these lessons from him. So I would say, you know, if it's a soul desire to just go in and, and surrender and don't try and control any outcome, just put full trust in in the spirit and allow him to teach you whatever it is that you need to be taught you know without expectation thank you thank you for sharing that so thank you so much for coming in today and sharing with us your experience with uchu there were so many nuggets and so much lessons in in your share it's always a pleasure having you here i i love you so much um something that i I don't think you and I have seen each other face to face in a while. And something that I am noticing is there is a shift in you um, physically and mentally, the way you speak, um, you're, you're so grounded um, and clear, I guess that's the word is there, there is a clarity to your being um, and it's subtle. It's not like, like super strong, but it's really, really subtle. Like you are growing deeper roots into your practice and and who you are becoming as a healer, Um, which 
I believe there is a lot of that of Ucho in you, that that sacred, divine, masculine energy running through you that it gives it gives you like a, this hint of grace, deeper grace. So it's, it's really beautiful to see you, to share a space with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to all the listeners for listening to this episode. Um, it was lovely having this conversation about Ucho. I had one with Rebecca a couple of um, weeks ago about Chidik and now Uchu. And now I'm like, damn it, I want to die at them all, <laughs> um, which is really exciting. But yeah, thank you so much uh, for everyone. Um, if they want to get to know you, follow you, remind remind us, what is your Instagram handle? Um, it's combo, K-A-N-B-O, Kanaz. A-E-N-A-Z, Combo Canada. Awesome. Yeah, go and look for her. She not only posts this amazing content, she has incredible like journeys of traveling and all of those things. So it's really, it's really fun to also watch Adrian go through her journey in life, not only with medicine, but with herself. So go and follow her. Thank you so much. <laughs> if any of you have any questions or anything at all about this particular plant or want to know more about it, you can contact me or you can contact Adrian in Instagram and she can share um, deeper things that come to her. Thank you so much, sister. I love you. And hopefully I'll see you again. Thank you so much. So much gratitude and many blessings to you for listening to today's podcast. Please subscribe to the show and tune into our next episode every Wednesday. You can find us on Instagram or join us, our Facebook group at Rainforest Healing Center. And lastly, please rate and review the show on our Apple podcast. This is the best way you can support us so we can get the show to more people just like you that want to learn about plant medicine.